Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Adrian. I'm going to pop up, pop up even twice this evening as we explore this whole kind of subject of gifts. Uh, I don't know what you like about gifts. Obviously, this time of year, we tend to think a lot about them, of both the giving of them and the receiving of them. And maybe some of us here are contemplating some of the gifts we might be receiving. Maybe we're even be giving people nudges through this evening saying, I hope you've remembered what I said I wanted. But um, for me, to be honest... When it comes to gifts and the purchase of gifts, I'm a little bit like Blackadder in that sketch because I tend to feel like I want to get the right gift and it gets like a life or death moment for me. My blood pressure increases somewhat. I can make decisions on lots of other things, but when it comes to gifts, I don't know what it is about them, but I put myself under an enormous amount of pressure and feel like, man, if I get this wrong, everything's going to go down. And so I just kind of keep building up and thinking, I, I've got to get this right, I put it off, I want to get it right, I want to put it off, I want to put it right, and it becomes this bigger and bigger issue until I've got it sorted. But the thing is, even though, to be honest, I'd go as far as to say I do actually hate buying gifts, and in my household the word hate is banned, I genuinely feel that strongly about it, I have a kind of love-hate relationship with gifts. Because though I hate the process of purchasing a gift and getting the right gift, I love the impact getting the right gift can have. You see, getting the right gift potentially can transform someone's life. It can suddenly change everything for the receiver of that gift. And it's that potential that I love about gifts. Now, what I want to talk just briefly about is, as it says there, is an envelope. You see, probably one of the best gifts I've ever received was actually through an envelope. An envelope doesn't look that much of a dynamic gift, but this envelope was. Now, before I get to the envelope, I need to quickly give you a bit of a backstory. See, the story happens a number of years ago. I've got three kids, uh, Emily, Sam, and Rebecca, and I'm married to someone called Lucy. And at this point of our lives, our children were all under five. And our car had just been written off. Written off, not by a fault of our own, but by someone else driving into us. And as a result of that, we found ourselves without a car, but also with our insurance not quite paying out what we thought we were going to get. And therefore, we found ourselves without a car. And at that point, when you've got three children under five and getting places just takes a bit of time, a car is something that transforms your lives. I'm not a massive fan of cars. I just knew it transformed our lives. And therefore, to not have one had a big effect on our lives. And so... I did something which maybe, given that I'm here standing talking to you at the front of a carol service, you're probably not surprised, is I prayed. And I just simply said this, God, would you help us? That's it. Very dramatic prayer. God, would you help us? And what happened is three days later, Lucy, I and the kids were making our way back into our house. We were making our way back at quite late at night. We'd had a lift off someone, someone crammed us all into their car, dropped us off, and we were arriving back at bedtime. If you've got small children, you know that bedtime is kind of the key moment where you need to be on it, present, and get everyone up and in pyjamas as quickly as possible. As we kind of make our way into our hallway, I suddenly see this envelope on the floor. And on the envelope, it simply says this, in handwriting, a writing I didn't recognize, it just says, Hearst family... We felt prompted by God to give you this. Now, however enticing that envelope was, I knew we still had to get the kids to bed. So this wasn't the moment to open the envelope. Rather, it was a moment to take the kids up to bed. And so Lucy and I and the three kids made our way up to the bedroom. And at that point, for some bizarre reason, they all slept in the same bedroom. We had many bedrooms, but it just seemed they liked camping out together. So... <clears throat> 
we kind of went through the process of getting them all in pyjamas. Once they're in pyjamas in the bed, I gingerly took the envelope out of my back pocket and started to look in it, thinking, I wonder what it is. Opened it up, and to my amazement, it was full of cash. At that point, to be honest, I got a little bit excited. I knew that the, the point here was actually to downplay everything and get everyone chilled out so they could go to sleep. However, I couldn't contain myself because of what was in the envelope. And so I said to Lucy, Lucy, you never guess what? This envelope's full of cash. At that point, the kids recognized I'm a bit excited. So Lucy said, what on earth is going on? So I then take the cash out. At that point, we think, this is quite amazing. Suddenly, the bedroom, rather than being a place that's destined for sleep starts to become a place that's destined for a party. As we start to get excited, and Lou says, why didn't you count it? So that's what I start to do. The kids are there, they're surrounding us. Obviously, the smallest one doesn't really understand what's going on. The other two kind of get it. As I start counting out, I get to 100 pounds. I get to 200 pounds. I get to 300 pounds. I'm getting excited. Everyone's getting excited, thinking, where is this going to go? I get to 500 pounds, and I still haven't stopped. And there's still cash to be counted. At one thousand pounds, I finish counting. This was phenomenal. I couldn't believe it. To be honest, the atmosphere in that room in that moment had transformed, and it properly was a party. Children were jumping on beds. Lucy and I were dancing around saying, this is unbelievable. Suddenly, we were filled with joy, filled with gratitude and thanks for whoever anonymously had given this gift that we just didn't know who had done it. We didn't deserve it, and we just got it. And then we got one of the kids who kind of got into the party spirit and they grabbed hold of this cash and just threw it in the air <laughs> and started dancing around. See, suddenly, what seemed like quite a normal object on your hallway floor of an envelope became something for us that transformed everything. See, that a gift, that it didn't have to be about the cost or the value of the money. Though for some of us are thinking, this is phenomenal, and I'm not trying to do some sort of thing if he prayed, this is what happens. It's just, this is what we needed. And in this moment, it did what gifts always do. When it's the right gift at the right time, gifts have the potential in that moment to cause us as the recipient to suddenly understand <laughs> that we're loved, that we're valued. They have that potential in that moment to cause us to know that we're not alone. They have that potential to suddenly cause us to see that there is joy to be found, to be able to that point of saying, maybe there's hope. And ultimately, they have this moment of saying, there are others that care for us. And the thing is, my guess is that many of us in this room could share stories about gifts that we've had that have had those sort of impacts on us. Or maybe we've given gifts that have had that sort of impact on others. But the thing is, Maybe the gifts that we give, maybe the gifts that we receive are actually pointing to a greater gift that's open to everyone. 